0: Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm excited today. We have Greg Plum. He's the director of North America, Partner Ready. Greg, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Kelsey. Thanks. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, excited to have you. So, Greg, why don't you start? Tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Sure. So um, I'm a fractional executive um, focusing, I guess people would say it's a, a marketing uh, CMO. Um, I focus on partnerships and strategic alliances. Uh, so basically, that means I work with founders, you know, SaaS founders usually, helping them under, understand and discover new routes to market through places they may not have um, been looking historically. And it's been a kind of a, honestly, it's been a, um, a windy path to get here. I started out with a degree in geophysics of all things, believe it or not. Um, Yeah, I know. I get that all the time. Uh, Degree in geophysics, and I went into banking for 10 years. And then uh, that was big corporate and decided big corporate wasn't for me. And then I started working with startups. And so for the past 20 years, I've been working in the tech space with startups. And the whole concept of partnerships and strategic alliances is just a different, a much more leveraged way of going about business. And then about two years ago, Um, I decided to do it on my own, you know, as a fractional leader. And I'm part of Partner Ready, which is an ecosystem advisory firm. And that's what brought us here today.
1: That's fascinating. So tell me, you know, a little bit more about Partner Ready.
0: So, yeah, uh, Partner Ready has been around for a few years. And um, it's essentially we're all, you know, I think the best way to describe it, is it's kind of like in the you know in real estate you have you know the, your big real estate companies but you, the agents are all independents um, but they're experts you know and they have their own little niche that they they focus on you know you've got the one real, uh, realtor that might focus on historic properties the other one on you know high rise you know condominiums so that's where we are so we have a, a bench of of executives that have a, various uh, different types of backgrounds coming from you know some come from Salesforce some come from um, IBM you know the large corporate and they just decided got to a point where um wanted to be able to share the knowledge with multiple companies and really we we all love um all of the the partner pros we call ourselves um really love working with startups and trying to help them scale and usually the problem with with them is they don't necessarily have the Usually have the budget to be able to bring somebody an exec on full time. So this allows them to actually leverage the resource in a fractional, a part time basis. Yet you still get kind of hundred percent of the brain.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating. And you know, why do you think it's so important that Partner Ready is able to provide these services to to the clients?
0: Well, I think it's it's a need right now. We're seeing. Um, I don't know if this is driven. I think it's exacerbated by COVID. Honestly, because um, we we all heard the Great Resignation, right? Well, I think these people that were resigning really didn't want to not work. They just wanted to work on their own terms. They wanted to work differently. So I feel like the model, the fractional model, is. I mean, if you Google it, you're going to see there are there are Slack groups coming up and just different organizations. They're almost like support groups or forums for fractional leaders. Because it's it's a model that um I think its time has come. The gig economy's always it's been around, it's been growing, but what's happened of late, the the level of 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 role has actually elevated. So that gig economy where it used to be more transactional entry level roles, you know, administrative tasks is actually now moved from tactical to more strategic.
1: Hmm, interesting, and you know when you're talking about these potential startups that you know you're able to support, is do you f- see any trends in different industries that that tend to have more of a demand for it?
0: Um, I see it just because that's where I'm looking. Um, I, my my hunch is that fractional leadership can really span all industries, all verticals. My focus um, and a lot of what we do at Partner Ready is really around SaaS, uh, software as a service, simply because, you know, the cloud has fueled that segment of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and Because it's a rising tide, that's kind of that's where we all came from. You know, so that's our expertise. That's where we're comfortable. So because of that, that's that's where I'm seeing a lot of the growth today.
1: Mm -hmm. What would you say are, you know, some of the common challenges that businesses face when it comes to forming partnerships?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, There's so many. Um, And I've been in partnerships, you know, full time. I've been, uh, you know, vice president of partnerships and strategic alliances. And then there's a term out there called channel chief, where basically you're in charge of all of the strategy around um, your indirect Initiatives, indirect being, I'm not meaning, I'm not going directly to the customer. I'm going to the customer through another route, whatever that route may be. Um, the challenge I've always faced, always, and I am um, I'm, I'm, I love this model. I discovered it um, by accident um, in 2000. I guess my first tech company I was working with, um, my job was, I actually took a job to selling into, um, in the communication space. And as soon as I discovered or someone said, you know, there's this there's this channel of um, what it was even called back then was the alternate channel. So it wasn't even it was almost like that off to the side. It was tangential. It wasn't really um, core to business. Um, And these were independent agents, if you will. And they were looking for different tools to take to their customers. I thought, my gosh, what a beautiful concept instead of doing this number one instead of selling myself i don't like selling but i love relationships i love building relationships and and partnerships absolutely is very it's very much about the relationship and not the transaction mm-hmm. um so when i discovered it it just honestly um i was smitten and i realized that was going to be the the path my career would take but the challenge that i've had time and again getting back to your original question has been really making sure that le- the leadership team understands that it is not a quick hit. It is not as, you know, an overnight, uh, you turn on a faucet and then all of a sudden you have a partner program and, and deals are coming in the door. Usually, you know, it takes about, it's about an 18 month endeavor from the time you say, you know, we, we feel like we want to leverage this, this approach, this marketing approach. How long is it going to take for us to really start to see results? It's generally about 18 months. I mean, if you're starting from scratch and then other oftentimes we're brought into companies where they've started but then it's stalled. And then the questions well, why? So the, the key is really about finding the right partners because not all partners, just because they want to sell your stuff might not be the right partner for you. And that's part of what we do. It's really seeking that alignment. We help um, really provide clarity around that.
1: Interesting. So, you know, kind of leaning into what makes a partnership successful, what would you say are some of, you know, the key qualities or characteristics that make a partnership successful and mutually beneficial?
0: One word, alignment. It's 100% around alignment. So you, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to address this. Let's say it's a SaaS founder. You have your business goals. You have your processes that you're comfortable with, that, that what you're building everything around. Your partner has the exact same. What we need to make sure is we're not trying to, I always use the term square, the jam, that jam, the square peg in a round hole. I always use the term. You think I would have gotten it right this time. Square peg, round hole. Um, You just can't do it. We need to make sure we're finding those that dovetail nicely, meaning there are some partners that are out there that have built infrastructure. They want to, quote unquote, own the customer, meaning it's on their paper. So they're billing the customer. That's more of a wholesale type relationship. So in that case, I, as a SaaS leader, I'm going to be the, the founder. I'm going to be billing that partner. wholesale or discounted rate, they're going to turn around market up and sell it to the customer. And they might bundle in other services um, and maybe layer on professional services with that. That's one model. Another model might be a referral model where I do everything, everything. I build a customer, I collect, at which point I take a a piece of that. I have a commission and I pay that to the partner for their efforts. Um, And those are usually evergreen. They usually get paid for the life of that account, um, which is a great model. So both models work. The question is, me as a SaaS founder, where am I comfortable? Which model works for me? And oftentimes, it's both. It can be both. Um, But you just want to make sure that you're identifying the partners that actually can fit um, with your business model and the way you're delivering, as well as you want your product to dovetail nicely into what they're doing. Mm -hmm. It it, it, you know if it's too tangential, they're just never going to pay attention. No matter how much money you're paying them, if it's not going to help them grow their core business, they're not going to pay attention. You're not going to get the mind share that's really going to make it successful.
1: Mm -hmm. And you know we've talked off camera a little bit, talking about connecting the dots and the importance of alignment, like you said. And you know talking a little bit about having fractional leadership that's able to connect those dots is so key. I think to part of that alignment and making sure that you know these partnerships are successful.
0: It is. And, you know, and it's not necessarily it may well be going into your Rolodex. You know, if we're working with a client that's in our sweet spot where we've we worked before, um, you know, for for example, if it's, you know, I have a background in unified communications. If it's something there, I have a Rolodex that I can actually open open some some doors. But that's really not what it's about. It's more about identifying those channels. That's what we help. That's what we that's really the passion. That's the fun part when you're, when you dig in with your, with, um, the, the company, this, the, the SAS, you know, the CRO or the sales leader, whoever's looking to find these routes to market, when you dig in and we have something that's called, you, you know, it's a proprietary, um, concept of value. You know, everybody's heard of value chain. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it basically, it's like where you fit in, in the, in the whole value schema. Our value chain of the customer, our key and the key to our success is the lens through which we're we're looking at our business and our customer's business. We need to be kind of not egocentric. We need to drop thinking about, stop thinking about our products, our services, and how, how we can bring them to market. We need to think about the customer. What do they buy? When do they buy? How do they buy? Who, who influences them? What organizations do they belong to all those things that are touching and influencing the customer, those are your routes to market. It might not be this partner that you've been working with or that you know well and they want to sell your stuff. It it might be this other entity that you never even thought about. So the value of the fractional executive is to is to come in or the, the partnership um person. They might not, they may not even be fractional, right? You, that that's how I do it. But there are others. You may, you know, a good executive, a partnership executive is looking strategically, not just opening the Rolodex, but strategically what approach we should be taking with our current customers and our prospective customers.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think a huge part of that is collaboration and trust as well on behalf of leadership, you know, your employees, and then also to the companies that you're working with.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to throw out something, uh, kind of a misconception when people say, and, and I actually put up um, a LinkedIn post out there about people still don't know what I, I have. My, my wife, my wife and kids have no idea what I do and it's fine. I've given up trying to explain it, but <laughs> there was a chart out there that was put out um, um, recently and I, I reposted it on LinkedIn and it showed the difference between a consultant and a fractional leader. And they're very, very different. Um, in a nutshell, you can think of it this way, where a, le- a, fa- a fractional leader is a part of the team. For part of the time, but they are, they are on the team. So when I'm working with a client, I am, I have, I actually have their email. I'm I have an email address. My customers, the people I'm talking to, have no idea that I don't work there full time because I function as though I'm part of the team. That never is the case. Well, rarely, I guess, is the case with a consultant. A consultant usually comes in with a set project in mind for a set duration, and they come in and they are not functioning as an employee. They're functioning as an outsider, providing expert ex- advice. And there is a mo- there is there is a need for both models, but there is a very real difference in how they're delivered.
1: I think that's a fantastic kind of comment and really interesting because in I'm just reflecting on it. and a consultant, I imagine you know, like you said, a time and place, but it feels a little bit more removed compared to the model that you know Partner Ready uses.
0: Absolutely, I, and it is removed because you're coming in. I had been, I have been a consultant in the past and I've always felt like an outsider. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like a part of the team. I didn't feel like I had a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. They were listening to me sometimes, sometimes and sometimes not. Right. And that gets, that gets really frustrating. And consultants can be, you know, will can be very frustrated by that. They're putting their best foot forward. They're making expert recommendations. Yet the team is not necessarily implementing and that's, that's, that's fine. They don't really have the influence to implement. With a, as a fractional leader, you are strategic, bring, providing the guidance, but you're also tactical where you can help them implement because you're a part of the team. You're not just making the recommendations, you're helping execute as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, Greg, I think that's a really interesting point, and I, I appreciate your insights on that. You know, so as we start to wrap up this conversation, Greg, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with either, you know, about the, the SaaS industry, fractional leadership, you know, partner ready as a whole? Anything you want to leave our listeners with? Well,
0: kind of the buzzword right now, if I didn't say talk about ecosystems, um, I think I'd be remiss because that is definitely a buzz. And the question is, well, exactly what is it and why does it matter? To me, it everybody is impacted. If you're taking a product to market and you're ignoring the fact that um, there is a whole, um, all these different influencers on your end user, on your customer, you're missing something. So, um, the whole ecosystem concept, I welcome the conversation. Um, I mean, I because my wife is sick of hearing it, but I got to find somebody else to talk to. So please uh, bring the conversations. Um, and I am on LinkedIn, pretty easy to find, Greg Plum. Um, you know, what we do, I would e- gladly open up, you know, set up a 30-minute meeting and just talk to you, to share, to learn a little bit about an environment, you know, your environment, the, the listener's environment or viewers, whatever we're gonna call this, um, find out what their challenges are from a go-to-market strategy. And then we can find out if an ecosystem mindset, meaning look at all of those influencers and how can we dovetail, how can we bolt onto some of those other entities that are influencing the customer can actually strengthen our, our position with the customer.
1: How are you able to support, you know, a fractional leader learning more about this ecosystem? Um is there, you know, an option that partner ready offers to to be able to, you know, enhance kind of the skills that a, that a leader may be walking in with?
0: Absolutely. Thanks, Kelsey. That's actually, it's a great, it's a great lead in. Yeah, we have many options. I did my <laughs> research. <laughs> oh, that's great. We don't have to necessarily um, be that fractional leader and then take that part of the team. If you have an, a team that's established, perfect. You have a CRO and you've got your sales leaders, your partnership leaders. We don't need to, you know, we're not looking for jobs. You know, we always come in and help. So we can actually, we have advisory options where it can be, it's an extremely light lift and extremely cost effective. Um, you know, for, uh, for a monthly, you know, we'd have a monthly um, engagement. Um, I really think that usually the first step is that we do an analysis of the value chain of the customer where we use our proprietary uh, methodology where we come in. It's that's usually a six week program. We sit down with the leadership. And give them a different lens to look through. It's really what it's all about. And then at that point, after the six weeks, we've given them a blueprint, we can walk away, or we can help out as a part of the team, or we can actually be there, stay on just in an advisory, um, you know, function for as long as they need us.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that's fantastic. And, you know, certainly, again, it's in the name partner ready, looking to be a partner, you know, in, in every aspect of the term. So, you know, Greg, I think this was a great conversation. Um, you know, thank you for sharing your insights. I think this, you know, was a, was a fantastic episode. I appreciate you being on business ninjas today.
0: Thanks, Kelsey. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah. Great to have you.
0: Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout, go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io. And schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.